please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, guess what, everybody? This is the downsizing spoiler episode. It is. It's the first spoiler up of 2018. Fantastic. Come on now. Let's make it right. Because <laughs> it's so wrong it is already. So wrong. It's so goddamn wrong. <laughs> um, we have a first-time guest. How's his garage? Did it flood? No, I think his garage is fine. He didn't cancel on us like John Reap did. So uh, he, this comic um, has a lot of problems. And we're gonna... <laughs> Different episode. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was gonna go with a big flower introduction, and then I, I don't know. I, st- I stonewalled my own self. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Clark is here. I'll let them grasp that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom Clark, yes, the Tom Clark. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> we worked together for the first time. Comedy Cafe or Funny Business in Milwaukee? Uh, we worked, uh, yeah, we worked a Funny Business in Milwaukee. But our first time, you headlined, I think it was around 97, and it was one of my first uh, MC gigs at the Comedy Cafe in Milwaukee. You always meet Tom Clark on the road. That's where I met him, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Redding, California. At yeah. The, uh, at some horrible casino. Yes. In front of <laughs> 10 people. That was the first time I ever headlined the Comedy Cafe. Oh, I really? Think, was that summer of 97. Yeah, yeah. You gave me, I used to sing this song about a potato. Oh, it was everybody, everyone who worked with you was like, the, they would always call Roz Turner and go, get the potato guy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you gave me a couple lines. You, you helped me structure the song a little bit oh, better. Oh, really? Yeah, to bring it to a crescendo. Oh, nice. Uh, you can look it up on YouTube, the potato song. It's, uh, it's a real hit. <laughs> it hasn't gone viral yet. Mm-hmm. It's about 15 years old. but uh, <laughs> It'll just, get there. Just a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> Biding my time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't do that anymore, by the way. Bide your time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's cool, man. I'm. Uh, yeah, we've, we've known each other a long time. How long have you been in L.A.? I moved out here in 2001. Um, yeah, January 2001. And from there, just took off. It's just been nothing but uh, just golden streets and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. I uh, and rain. Yeah, a lot of rain today. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I moved out here. And I remember, I think one of the first times I came out here, I came to your, when you had a house and you had a party and I oh, went yeah? to your party. And uh, when you had that strip poker money. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was the that's a pay for that who. house. <laughs> yeah, and we uh, it was like my first Hollywood uh, party. Oh, that really? was probably like ninety. That was probably in the valley. Yeah, yeah, in the valley, hot sweaty valley. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was I, like I, boogie I had nights. A great, I had a great part. That house had a great backyard. It was a great party. I had house. a hammock back there. Mm. <laughs> it had <laughs> Tim Bennett. I had Tim Bennett. <laughs> I had Tim Bennett living in the guest yeah, house. Yes, I remember. I had a little studio guest house, and mm-hmm. Tim Bennett lived back there. Another comic lived back there. Um, oh, God, I'm for blanking out his name. Kipadada. <laughs> Why would you pull that name out of it? Where? The most random name. I don't Fraser know. Smith? Yes. Are we just going to Kip Adada? It's just fun to say. <laughs> I don't even think I know Kipadada. <laughs> And I would never let him live in my yeah. house. <laughs> That's I? why he was in the guest house. Yeah, yeah. I can't in the back house. I can't have him coming through the front. Uh, 
Got a reputation. Yeah, you yeah. had to jump over the you fence know, in the it's, back. It's the valley. Yeah. It's classy. All right. <laughs> Have them scur- scurry around the orange tree. Um, so. Fight with the tree rats. Uh, Should we talk about the movie? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I'm excited to get into the uh, the more details. All right. So let's. Movie. First of all, my, my pre show understanding is Tom and Chris, you did not like this movie? That's correct. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Hated it horrible. Yeah, really bad, really bad. God, I, I took it more personally and was disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the director, you expected more, or because uh, uh, or I, just the I expected cast and everything? Everything, yeah. yeah. I expected a bigger, a better package right. all, all around. Uh, so, yeah, I'd <laughs> uh, I went in with um, excited expectations. Yeah. So, which apparently the rest of America did not go in with because uh, – <laughs> It is not doing well. What was his first, uh, I was reading like in the Hollywood Reporter, that it was like the, his first like, like, I don't know if it was a $100 million budget, but it was like $70 million Between to Between 65 and 90, and yeah. the opening it took in nine. Yeah, I mean, that, that, but so. You could see why it got made. Like, I'm looking at like the notes, and it said Meryl Streep, Reese Witherspoon, Paul Giamatti, and Sasha Baron Cohen were all previously attached to this movie. Right. So you know that's where everything, the momentum kind of happened, but right. then apparently everyone dropped out. Well, I, I Matt Damon uh, apparently turned down, um, what was the movie, what was the movie that Casey Affleck won the Oscar for? Um, what was that? Uh, Manchester by the all Sea. Right. He turned down that role because he was holding on for downsizing. Really? Yeah, so he turned down and just went on as a producer and let Casey Affleck have that role Mm. and now made it awkward at the Oscars when he shows up on stage. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, it's... it's, I don't know where to start. I I just was disappointed because I was expecting... Are there going to be sound effects like a morning yeah. zoo yeah. sort of show? Boy, that movie was a real... Now, now, Tom, did you go in with any kind of expectations in this film? I was ready for it to be like, oh, it's going to goof around with the little people, big people thing. Like, it's going to be sort of like, not a, not a, like a serious version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Right. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was even disappointed that they didn't even play that up more. Like, just the mm-hmm. little people, big people... There was a scene in the movie where he, they're at the bar and he's about to become little. Right. I don't even know if that's the term they use, but um, miniaturized. And uh, there's that redneck or whatever at the bar. He's like, oh, I'm right. tired of you little people. Right. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool scene. But it, but to me, it was like there was no tension to it because it was like they weren't little yet. He was just sort of stating his opinion and then it just sort of diffused and that was it. I just thought that was sort of like in this era of like Trump. To see like it brought big in people some and little things. people, yeah, yeah like like well, should you get a full vote if you're tiny? You're not contributing to the big economy, you right? Know, all these, all uh, that these was, interesting because that, that was one of the things they talked about is like, wow, all these people going small, it's hurting the economy. The, the mm-hmm. housing market's going right. down, and the job, no, there's not enough people bu- working and buying stuff, and I thought that was really interesting. So the the other thing too is which you you did which didn't get into <laughs> is that you know all new. Um, all new industries would be created, like you know, somebody's got to manufacture the tiny houses and oh, all yeah. of those things. Go in your and computer, and they can yeah. work on stuff like yeah. little circuit boards. Yeah, and stuff. the um. So, but I, I, I went in like I said with um. I was excited about it. I thought what I wanted to see from this film was that um, a guy who lost his wife, you know, she decided not to get small, and he went to get small. 
rebuilt his life with the backdrop of the social commentary of, you know, race, um, socioeconomic inequality, class, class, Mm -hmm. all of these things. Like, I wanted to see um, that. And I don't think, I think the movie wanted to get there, but I think it never really got there. I think it went into too many weird tangents and went, went, meandered too many different places. And it just, and then, you know, you have an, um, towards the end, then you have, oh, well, there's a um, environmental apocalypse and all, humans are going to get wiped out anyway. Now us little people are going to go in this tunnel and live like leprechauns. So, <laughs> and then uh, and then everyone else is going to kind of die. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like when the Vietnamese subplot happened where they found these little people sneaking in, the Vietnamese people, and they snuck in, and, and I thought that was going to be some t- sort of- I thought it was really a good commentary that it was in a TV box where all the electronics are manufactured. Right. Of course, it's going <laughs> to be and they, in a TV And they box. were dissidents. What they found out yeah. they were, is, is they were in uh, prison. They were protesters, and the government imprisoned them, and then the government shrank them. and, and Against their will. Against their will, oh, okay. and they snuck out. So that, I thought that was like, oh, wow, all these- dictatorships are are just shrinking people you know for whatever reason and sending them out and um i thought that would play more of a role in the movie or like there would be some sort of uprising or something like that but it was just very like just sort of meandered toward we're gonna hide in this hole and and i'm the actress that accent annoyed me so much her Vietnamese but that's how time. Vietnamese women talk I get my hair cut in a Vietnamese hair salon and that's how they I talk. guess it just felt like why I don't know I just didn't I felt like it was like an Angela Johnson stand-up sketch or something like <laughs> <laughs> she's Vietnamese her she's she was born in Thailand. Her parents left Vietnam. She's she nailed. I thought she nailed. She I nailed I, it. I, nail I, salon. I work in a nail salon. I I get my hair cut in a Vietnamese nail salon. Right. That's how they all talk. Right. Like so, I was. I found it very accurate. I thought she was an actually Vietnamese actress, and when I saw an interview with her and she spoke like like oh she grew up in America, I was like oh wow. But obviously she's been around that accent her whole life because that's how her parents talk. Yeah, I just didn't get why it had to be Vietnam or why it had to be, like, even, like, Korea would have been interesting. But I I don't know. I just didn't understand the Vietnamese angle of it. Like, why? I'll tell you, you know whose accent annoys me more is Christoph Waltz's. (laughs) (laughs) His his accent. The party boy. Yeah, it's just every time he's in a movie. Yeah, like, like, where are you from? Exactly. It's like, it's, you know, it's like the room guy. You know, Tommy, it's like, where, where are you? This and it's too it's it's annoying. It's right. a, pick a country, and be from it. Yeah, there are some weird. The other weird thing was the like the the poster child for the miniaturizing, and then at the end he has like herpes right. on his lip. <laughs> yeah, because well, that he's made fucking no sense. everything. Yeah. When they said he's yeah. sleeping around, and then yeah. they just gave him a cold sore. I was like, right. what are you? This like, spinal tap? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, what is this? You know what that felt like? That felt like a studio note. Somebody going, "Oh, this will be funny. You got to put <laughs> this in." Like it yeah. felt like that. It just felt so thrown. Right. In. Like on set, it was hilarious. Right. But right. Then in the mood, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, go 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 go. Get makeup. Get makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It seems like a last minute uh add-on but yeah mm-hmm. and it just sort of came out of nowhere because it was sort of this yes, inspiring moment and then it, it was, was also like, a subplot that like didn't go anywhere because like i thought well that's interesting he's the first uh baby that's been born small like what let's explore that a little bit and see what's going on I'm like no let's just give him herpes <laughs> <laughs> just have him run around and be yeah. he just sleeps around <laughs> yeah <All right. laughs> 
So um, the other thing that I, I I thought the movie was just too long. I mean, it was two yeah. hours and fifteen minutes. I really felt like thirty minutes could have gotten cut out of this easily, right. especially the setup. Like you know, and, and as a science fiction fan. I love a cool setup and I love that attention to detail that this movie did get into of like, you know, how you downsize, like how they discovered it and um, like what the rules are. Like it's only organic material. So they have to take the fillings and stuff out of your teeth or your head will oh, yeah. explode. I found all that interesting. I would have liked like, to have seen like, yeah, like somebody who didn't like who they learned that didn't work out for or see like some of the things that went wrong like that's sort of the thing i was hoping to see is that there was some sort of government secret where some of the people got screwed up in the miniaturization process they, met, they touched on it but they didn't they didn't show any of it right like they mentioned it like well there's a small percentage of people that uh you know it that something happens right but that was the thing that that was the comment that she was making she's from a poor uh i guess i saw this movie way differently than you guys <laughs> did because i was so seeing it from this sort of from wage. a Vietnamese nail salon. Well, yeah, and wage <laughs> inequities and capitalism, and capitalism is on the backs of poor third world countries like Vietnam who have to make all of our products so we can live a comfortable life. And then it was interesting, in leisure land, it's all these big houses with all these rich people, and who's cleaning it? Asian and Latino women are cleaning all the big fancy houses, which is exactly what's happening in cities like Los Angeles. Right. Well, and so I, I was like... It, and she said her father or husband or somebody's head exploded because they didn't take a filling out. They didn't take a filling out. So they're doing it. They don't have the money to do it properly. Well, the way it's also was set up uh, as the premise was that, uh, you know, your money goes a long way. Like I think they said it in the trailer, like your hundred and thirty thousand is like four million or, or 20 whatever, million or 20 or million or so, whatever it was. Um, so. You know, you get the setup and the sales pitch, which I did like, of like, okay, well, you know, you could be middle class big, but if you could be, you're going to be really wealthy, small. Like, it didn't get into it uh, until later in the film where, like, oh, well, then there'd be no poor people in Leisureland. But there are, because some people didn't have any money going in, and then they become the lower class actually uh, inside Leisureland. Tunnel out and make this, this ghetto on the other side of the wall. And then there's great lines in there. Again, I thought from from the Vietnamese, the actress, when she's at this rich woman's house, she's cleaning this house, and this woman's like, oh, this is probably going bad. And she opens it up, and she goes, oh, we kill for this in prison. You know? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and this woman's just throwing away all this food, and this, like, and then she's taking the food and going to these projects, basically, and giving them to old people and people that are sick and and... You know, she's taking medicine out of Christoph Waltz's uh, drug cabinet to give to this woman that's dying of cancer and isn't going to make it. She's just like, I just want her life. She just be not be in pain for the next couple of days. And then she kills her and gives her too many pills. Right. Yeah. Because she doesn't have proper health care. No. <laughs> Miniature health care. Mi- well, mm-hmm. that's the thing. You think it's going to be so much better. And it's basically what he they said is it's exactly like today. Like, like the poor people see, don't have good health care. The rich people have more than they need. Like she you, said, people in Leisureland are selfish. 
<laughs> yeah. He said that line. <laughs> I the one one other line she said was like at one point Matt Damon's carrying her down the stairs and he's like Jesus Christ and she's like Watch your language and then but later on she says What kind of fuck we have We have love fuck good fuck <laughs> bad fuck bad you know like what kind of fuck It's like all right so you don't approve of using the Lord's name in vain but you have seven different ways to use fuck <laughs> I don't know just, or she doesn't understand the English language and well. the uh, what what. <laughs> What, what was funny is Tom like hates immigrants. that that one specific Finally. scene. Let's get to the point here. As I, as I was watching the movie, I'm like, why is this R? And they're like, oh, there's that one scene when she right. says fuck all the time. Now right. it's R. So this is clearly a PG-13 movie <laughs> uh, with with a bunch of fucks in it. But now, what what was in, what I thought um, where the ball got dropped a little bit too story wise was. You understand the motivation for people with uh, some money to go get small and go to Leisureland because then they can live like kings, like they they can live like that upper class that they would never be able to reach when they were uh, there. But what's the motivation for the poor people to uh, to get small? Like, well, if you're yeah. being you know economically oppressed here, like you're, it's going to be the same in Leisureland. Like, why yeah. why would well, you the, even bother? Well, it talks about that in the, the news. If you got to listen closer to the news thing, it's these governments doing it. These governments they're just, just downsizing their citizenry and just shoving them out there in the world and sneaking them into America and just sort of like you're on your own. I guess I would have liked to have seen that more than like because it just. I just felt like I didn't know. Like you have Jason Sudeikis, Kristen Wiig, who are incredible comedic actors, and there's really nothing comedic that they got to do. Mm-hmm. Like the high school reunion, I thought was funny. Like just like them being paraded in, and they're little, right. and they have the little the megaphones. little megaphones. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> like was I thought cool. it was funny. I was like, oh, okay. Like I sort of wanted to see detail. that more of like the interaction between big and little, or like how right. you know, like they're oppressing us. Or you wanted to see more Gulliver's Travels, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jack that is a Black, big problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's the uh, unevenness of this film that I do agree with is they 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 shot these trailers or cut these trailers. They hire all these comedic actors and then those comedic actors are gone. And the second half of the movie is this heavy personal story right. about immigration and inequities of money and yes. yeah. capitalism run amok and all this stuff. So I really feel I agree there. Like then they should have just they should have picked one or the other they should have just made it a wacky love story in small town right or made it cast other people than Kristen Wiig and Jason Sudeikis and really show then really go all in and then show the show the the this Vietnamese woman in, in the trailer other than just a scene or two in one of the in one of the trailers right then show me oh this is a like yeah, the co-star of the yeah. film is not in any of the trailers. No, then show me that this is the d- downsizing socialism movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Well, I wonder is I don't know about the writers, but I know like Jim Rash and uh, who's the other guy who sometimes writes with him. Jim uh, Taylor is the writer on this right. particular. But Jim Rash and there's another guy from Groundlings who usually Nat Faxon. Nat Faxon okay. uh, usually write with them, and they're like great comedic voices. So I'm just wondering like. If they would have brought them in, if that would have changed the tone would've of the movie, would have changed the tone of the film. Yeah, yeah, be, but because uh, because his previous movies have all been there's been some dark humor in most mm-hmm. of his movies, and I felt like mm-hmm. this one it wasn't there was nothing there as much. It, it did get serious toward the end, and the tone did suddenly shift when they get on that river and travel down the sea, and they make right. sweet love mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> while carrying the uh, the. Giant bottles of what is it, vodka? Yeah, that right. behind them. <laughs> the thing I want I want to talk about the ending. Um, that actually annoyed me because I'm like, I know he's not going to go down the hole. He's going to come back and be in love with this woman. Right, right. 
They dragged that out. It's so obvious. He's walking down. And he's, How long is it? Oh, it's 11 miles. Yeah. Just, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to see him walk oh the entire God. 11 and when miles. Is he gonna, then he's going to turn around after the 11 mm. miles. So it's going to be a 22-mile walk. Yeah. And he's, like, debating. And you're just like, just, fuck, we know you're right. going to go be with the girl. Just go right. do that. Just come back. Just come back. Mm. Um, Another and I, 15 minutes could have been shaved off the film. Well, yeah, exactly. They could have shaved some time off the film. I did find it funny when... The doctor, they're on the boat, and he's like, the methane gas is going to be released. Earth can't be saved. It's over. And then, oh, my God, we've built this this ark underground. And you, you like, as the audience, at least, I was sort of like, oh, wow, as an environmentalist that feels like we are facing the sixth extinction event. Um, good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like, wow, this is a, and, and And I like that. I think good science fiction does this of asks the question. You ask yourself the question, like first, would I get small if I was in this environment, and then if I was given the choice to live underground or live above ground, and who knows what I'm going to have to go through—a slow apocalypse or whatever—what would I do? So that was a cool thing. And then I love just Christoph Waltz and his rich boat buddy just go, "Oh, this is like a cult." They're crazy. We'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> the work will be done, and it'll be a couple hundred years, so we'll live fine. <laughs> like, just like that was funny to me, right? Which is Pretty also dismissive. True. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but but the the dragging out of the of the ending, and then they go back to living their life, helping. You know, she lives with him in Leisure Land, but they right. still help people. They get you saw like. The manager but of- But did he get his job back at Land's End? That's what we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the other thing, too. So he had to get a customer service job. Yeah. Because he must have, like, like it, it really didn't get explained too much, like, with the divorce. Like, oh, he got killed get, in the divorce. He right? got killed in the divorce. Like, oh, I wish you would have taken our first offer. Yeah, me too. I'm like, well, why, why is the second offer worse? Yeah. And why? Yeah. Why is the second off? That's not how divorce negotiations. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no. It's the opposite direction. And then also, um, if a hundred and thirty grand leaves you twelve million dollars, oh, you only got fifty grand out of the divorce. Yeah. And then you'd have six million. You'd have six million dollars. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have to work at Land's End. No. I mean, okay, you're not in the the multi the ten room mansion, but who needs that anyway? I mean, that's part of the story too. Is like you don't need all these excesses. Right. You know, you just live in a comfortable apartment. You're fine. You think you need all these excesses because in America specifically in this capitalist society, you're told buy big, buy 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 buy, and and who cares who suffers at the end of it? Um, but then. That was sort of like a contrived thing. I was like, well, he doesn't need to work at the land's end. And it was the other thing, too, that made me more annoyed at the fucking trailers because I was like, in the trailer, you show me in the land's end gig as though he's got this dead end life and that's what motivates him to go small. It was completely opposite. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. I hate that. Right. right. So so don't do that to me. And um, they should have. I liked I liked all of the lead up. The doctor figuring it out. They re- they show the first small person at the conference, and all the scientists right, are flipping right. yeah. out mm-hmm. and like, oh wow, that was cool. And then five years later, hearing the people on the news talk about the things that would pop up if this happened, right. that's always interesting to me. Um, and 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 the- they'd have to be under domes or protection, otherwise, you know, a colony of ants would wipe out Leisure yeah, Town. You could step on them and not know, <laughs> you know, and also. Oh yeah, rats could. I mean, yeah, like they I mean just, anything. Be anything. horrifying. Yeah, but now then, that's a movie I'd like to see. Yeah, right. <laughs> rats attacking the people. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like I would um uh too and, and like there's the the they're going away party and it's like oh we'll see each other and it's like that's a that was a really cool moment I thought and 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 of and why you why it's understandable what Kristen Wiig does. They do it in this sort of wacky she's just being selfish moment, which was okay, but I don't know. But that you would have to say goodbye to your friends and family. Yeah, that would be it. Because mm-hmm. uh, how are we going to interact when I'm five inches tall and you're not? You know right. what I mean? Like, right. how are when we you're gonna, a giant. Yeah. Um, so th- some of that stuff was interesting, but I mean, I liked it obviously better than you guys did, but I do agree that there was so much unevenness to it. Right. That it was hard. That sometimes it was. I didn't check out of the movie as much as you guys did, I guess. So the. Uh, Maybe because I've been sick for two weeks and I finally got to get out of the house. So I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. Did you see it at the food theater? No. Oh. No, but I saw it for free at the Arclight. Oh, all right. Because they got electric vehicle charging there. Nice. So I charged my car. <laughs> you got free tickets because you got an electric car? No. No, you get. Um, yeah. Sometimes you get to park for free certain places, but I use my SAG card to get oh, to I watch see, the movie for free. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tried to use the WGA card, and they said no. They said, uh, oh, that's the one movie you can't use the writer's <laughs> card for. They're so it's, poorly <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, so they weren't Just a, ri- a snobby yeah. writer's at the door. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. Sorry. So they're, uh, I don't, we don't want you to They're not this. expecting any writing nominations for the film. I see. So. <laughs> they just said, nah, <laughs> yeah. let's not even try, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're not even going to bother. <laughs> Hope you like it. They slide it over. <laughs> 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 Still in the working out stage. We might have a herpy thing in there, though. <laughs> Just remember that. God. Yeah, that that stuff was uneven. What what else? Um. What else? What other scenes uh, do you guys want to talk about? I will say about? this. Like like I said this on the um the what other uh, aspects of show. poor people do you guys hate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their their mo- the fact that they don't have any money. Yeah, they should have been yeah, bored with yeah, more money. Yeah. Right. Um, I thought the production design was real. Like, I could see it getting uh, nominated for that like, was, production yeah. design, yeah, something yeah. like so, that. Because I, I thought it was just really cool, especially the sweeping shots of, like, you know, you're almost looking at, like, a uh, like an amusement park. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, no, this is all the, you know, they've got, like, tramways and, you know, the tiny cars. And I thought that stuff was really cool. Um, so, but it was interesting to see, like, the way, you know people live there like oh yeah we just kind of share cars and you can use one of these i met some fine people just sharing a car but then as you get to the poor areas and like well no we all kind of ride the bus into these you know weird lean to you know these giant apartment complexes that look like they're just boxes or whatever like it's you know it's different over here on this side of the track yeah i didn't uh yeah i i I try to remember what the poor area looked like or how they like well, they drove through like a. It was a weird like tunnel. Through, they like made they a tunnel through. under the wall. Yeah. So there's a massive wall surrounding Leisure Land, obviously to keep out the bugs and the UV rays or whatever. So there's this wall that goes out, and then there's actual like they look like construction trailers for regular sized people. And mm-hmm. so there is a, and they built some sort of makeshift, um, UV protector thing over it, and then they took these these. Uh, Trailers, these like construction trailers, and then made them into like mult, like giant apartment complexes for uh, small people. Right, because you know it, it didn't really get too you much. Guys were already into... asleep at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was definitely nodding off by then. Yeah, uh, Chris was just like, like ah, yeah, why did I have to like, fucking pay for this know, bullshit? You know, you know, one beetle would wipe out. You know, you know the Again, entire. I'd love the, to the, see yeah, a beetle shanty town. Beetle rat, mm-hmm. just different. 
things, you know, a small child. Ants, one spider. <laughs> one spider. <laughs> Just murdering it. them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, if I, if I could say one positive thing about it, too, like, like I, I like the concept. I like the idea. I like I like what the movie was trying to say. I just don't think it got around to saying it. Yeah. Like, there was a, there was a scene that toward the end on the train where he's, I think he's little. He, well, yeah, he's obviously little, but then there's other people on the train. I thought there'd be a moment of him, like, telling, like, don't do it. Like, because weren't they all, weren't they heading to be miniaturized? So they were still full size, and then the smaller people right. were on the, uh, right, the, on the bus. The, but then there was a scene where Matt Damon's with, with the Vietnamese lady and oh, the, the oh when they were back. already yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're playing that's and right. they're looking out and she says that poignant thing about when I've been to prison and I appreciate things more right um, so I think the, the message here is uh, spoiled Americans need to all go to prison <laughs> <laughs> in a third world country maybe they'll appreciate their lives uh, I'll say I said this on the regular episode so I want to say it here spoiled again spoiled Americans need to all go to prison is that what you said? yep <laughs> you and Oprah you and Oprah confirmed oh, of course <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wants to be president. Yeah, that's what we need, another yeah, TV celebrity. I, I don't think she does. I think I think other people want her to be president more than she wants to be president. Well, I hope I, where did true. it come from? I mean, she just made a speech. I don't understand how no, it got and then below. people just hashtag Oprah 2020, and okay. that became a yeah, thing. Yeah, right, so. then it, oh, it trends. Yeah, right. and then there's all these photos of her partying with Harvey Weinstein in the past. Any word on my potato song in the trending? Uh, you know, we're trying to move the needle on <laughs> yeah. that. On uh, we have an intern dedicated just to your potato song. After this song, drops, Tom. we'll see. Oh, you know. Oprah and potato. If we could get that mm-hmm. trending. Hashtag <laughs> potato. <laughs> um, I'll say this because I, I said this on the regular episode. This uh, um, sounds like Tom doesn't agree with me, but I think this Vietnamese actress did a phenomenal job. With her accent? With her accent. Mm-hmm. I think, as I said in the regular episode, she's acting using a language. So she's playing a person who English is not her first language, right? So she's conveying uh, complex emotions in broken English. And I think this actress, I think she did a fine job in the way that uh, we talk about on this show what really good movie acting is, is usually it's done with the eyes or your face right. or a few words. I didn't even get in trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Only white people in trailer. Yeah. Um, so it was like um, I co-star. I, I, she's the co-star. She is. She's she the is the co-star. The she has a bigger part than Kristen Wiig, and I yes. understand if you're like, again, the trailers that they cut are part of the problem because yes. whatever, whichever one of those trailers, or as in our case, we, Chris and I, we saw both of the trailers which show two different movies and then we oh, went in the well. theater and saw a third fucking right. movie. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> that I think is going to impact your decision. Like what the, what, right. what is this? Right. Um, well, you guys have watched a lot of movies. What's, what's like the worst example of that, of like where you saw the trailer, like this looks amazing and then the movie came out and it wasn't that story is there anything you can think of it happens a lot yeah, uh, yeah more than so it many. should but do, god I, I think one of them if you remember it was a science fiction movie uh called skyline mm-hmm. it was uh basically an alien invasion movie so it looked like this giant sweeping epic um big alien invasion movie and turns out it was guys that just kind of put it together in their apartment like a oh. visual effects <laughs> artist so literally the entire alien invasion takes place uh, from their perspective in their apartment. <laughs> so <laughs> so I was like, what? What was this? This is what I paid money to see? Right. So I remember uh, after a while, we were actually talking about it like, oh, you saw a trailer? Did you get skylined? 
You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I th- this is one of the more egregious ones in a while. Really? Because the the so the first trailer we don't see the Vietnamese woman at all. She's not in it at all. Right. We don't see the poor town. We don't see any of that stuff. The second one kind of shows it, and you see him say, "I think I'm you know." I found my real purpose. And you see that. You see them walking through the giant dandelion forest right. in the second trailer. And I was like, huh. Yeah. So I think that's the thing that troubled me is like watching the trailer, my expectations watching the trailer and then the movie itself. It came across as like, it was going to be sort of lighthearted. It's going to be sort of silly. So you saw the first trailer without yeah. the, the, the poor village or right, anything. Right, right. Oh. So I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, I thought this was going to be funnier. Like I, And I feel like if you're going to, do that with miniature things like there should be more humor as like why not just make a movie about economic disparity without making little people and just comment on our current society we don't need to go small to do that we can just <laughs> it's <laughs> happening right now right, right. <laughs> so i guess that's my problem with it is i i wanted it to be funny right bottom line i guess i just wanted it to be funnier and more entertaining and less heavy i think that's mm. a, such a valid point because that's what I'm talking about. Like, right. if that's the trailer, you only saw that first trailer that's just like right. wacky, small people, Alexander Payne movie with Kristen right. Wiig mm-hmm. and Jason Sudeikis. And yeah, it'll have some heartfelt moments in it, but it'll sure. still be kind of right. like. It'll be funny, yeah. funny joke, joke. And it'll, it'll, it, the points it'll make won't be about like class, <laughs> you know, or uh, capitalism run amok. It'll just be about like what's important in life. Right. You know, like. And I think that could have been interesting is watching Kristen Wiig and Matt Damon living in this luxurious lifestyle that they're not used to. Because you show they show how unhappy they are in their current life, and then they go to this. I think that could have been more interesting to watch than and just sort of realize like, oh, this sucks. And it's not it's, as we th- it's not as great. We thought it was going to make our lives better. Right, being it, rich is great. No, it's not. It's people are miserable. Right, because yeah. they think the stuff and the materialism is what's going to make them happy when right. it isn't. Like they've done studies. It's a fi- it's an interesting thing to bring up. They've done like money buys happiness up to literally about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow. They literally did really? like because like if you think about it past about 100 150 grand depending on this where you live like it's 100 grand in Omaha it's 150 in New York or whatever right. but they said like if you're making 50 60 grand a year and you're struggling and you start making 120 grand a year your life actually does get better. The stress is relieved. You right. know, like like you're able to put money away. You're able to put money away. You can right. go on vacation. So it does actually improve happiness. But once you get past about 150 grand your life actually you get more miserable because you're just like oh my boat's not big enough like you're always we always got to get the new car and the right. new tv and the, we got a bit we need a bigger pool or a bigger house or so you're just buying all this stuff and you oh we we've outgrown the house and it's like no you just bought a bunch of nonsense and right. so they've done studies that people making 250 a million dollar 10 million dollars a year aren't that much happier because so make 150 and stop. And shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do if I make it big in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Now, 150 grand is all I'll be needing for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need 20 million. If you want to pay me 20 million, that's fine. <laughs> I'll live on 150 right. and the rest I'll give the charity. That would be nice. Instead if of just that. wearing black and thinking I'm helping the world. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know, maybe not have an elaborate Golden Globe oh, ceremony geez. this year and figure out how to donate to women.
women's shelters or something like that. And There's a bunch of uh, poor women, black and Latino, Asian women here in L.A. right now struggling. And Probably they didn't, outside the hotel. Outside the goddamn the, uh, hotel. And you know what? <laughs> they didn't get $30,000 fucking gift bags with right. Rolexes in them made with diamonds that's African slave labor put together. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll talk about that more in the Golden Globe episode that'll be on the Patreon. But um, And we'll also talk about the actual movies. Yeah. Too. <laughs> but um yeah, so I so I'm curious all you guys out there listening who have seen downsizing, I'd love to know where you land on this. Are you on the Chris and Tom hated it? Do you feel bamboozled by the trailers or do you have a soul like me? Are you a kind? <laughs> uh, I'd like to restate this. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what, what everyone. Why does Graham get to answer that? Why don't you, why don't you just frame the question? Here? <laughs> are, are you right or are you with Graham? <laughs> there we go. Thank you. If you're with me, you're with the people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> debating in 2018. Yeah. Uh, right. Am I right or is yeah? Are you dumb? Leisure yeah. Town or Shantyville? Shantyville. Where do you where do you want? Now, there's to live? a good name for the movie Shantyville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little Shantyville. Yeah. We all agree it's uneven. Um, but yeah, we love to hear what you guys have to say, and and we love doing these these spoiler ups for the for this very reason because we can really get into it and break it down about yes. what we liked and didn't like, and it's always mm-hmm. great to hear. Um, different points of view so tom clark what do you got going on i know you're on the road a lot doing your your comedy skits i love doing my skits Um, you also have an album uh, well not an album a special an actual comedy special you can see tom clark visually and hear me if ever you like to do that Uh, (laughs) it's probably a terrible way to explain a comedy special but uh (laughs) visually and hear me Anyways, but uh, appropriately enough, it's called Outraged because we're all outraged these days. So, um, yeah, I just I shot it in May at the El Portal in North Hollywood. That's a great theater. Uh, in the, actually, in the smaller theater. So it's like a 100-seat theater. That's not as uh, good. No. <laughs> 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 all right. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not yet. Um, Get the plug in. Right, right. And then, tell yeah, me then I'm out of here. Yeah. Then I'm start the car. Um but uh, yeah, so I shot it there, and uh, yeah, I just I just did it myself, and I, I released it through iTunes and Amazon, and uh, I released it in December, and yeah, just trying to get some uh, traction on it, get it, uh, get the word out. It turned out great. Like I'm very proud it's of outraged? it. Outraged, outraged, yeah, okay, great. And it's, it's on uh, Amazon and iTunes. Amazon and iTunes, and uh, it's it's very funny, and it's, I think it really captures what stand up is really like. Like it's not in this ornate theater. It's like it's. It's not gritty, but it's uh, it's like shantytown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, but it's 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 like there is a point where in the middle of a joke, this guy just walks right through the shot, like right in the on the stage because he had to use the bathroom and he's drunk. Um, and I'll, I'll that's all I'll say. And that's you just go, fantastic. Yeah, that is it, how stand up. Yeah, and I leave it, I left yeah. it in, and I'm just like this because it was funny, and it I riffed off of it, and it ended up being a great moment in the special, but. Um, you know, that's what I love about it is it, it's it, not that I, you know, you sort of see all I sh- it was just one show. So there was no like, you know, multiple shows I could edit together. It was just this is a show. 
And uh, I think you get to see those moments of like awkwardness. And I sort of even made fun of stand-up specials with the idea of like, well, I couldn't afford like a camera that like swoops through. So I have like a kid with a helmet cam that runs through <laughs> to shoot, <laughs> to do like fancy cross shots and, and that sort of thing. And uh, Drew Carey actually introduced me for the special. Oh, he came out and oh, uh, he's not on it. He refused. But uh, he wouldn't sign a release. He wouldn't sign a release. And uh, we are in litigation. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> no, but he's very nice to come out and, and yeah. do that for me. And um, so, yeah, I'm very happy with it. I love if people could uh, check it out. It's like four ninety nine to rent. Come on. Come on. See a guy with a helmet. See a drunk yeah. guy run across the stage. <laughs> yeah. Two different people. You got nothing yeah. to lose. <laughs> the drunk guy doesn't have a helmet. He should have. Uh, uh, Next special. Should have been thinking ahead. Put a drunk guy. Get a guy liquored up and put a camera in his That'd head. be a good specialist. Get everyone <laughs> with yep. a helmet cam. Drunk cam. And then <laughs> drunk, and call editor. it drunk hat. Drunk, <laughs> the drunk hat comedy special. Sponsored by All Things Comedy. <laughs> Tom Clark, Outrage. Check it out. And then uh, website, tour dates. Where can people- uh, TomClark.com for everything. Tom's a very funny guy. But Clark, done it- C-L-A-R-K. Yeah. A-R-K. Okay. No um, E at the end. No E on oh, the end. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that E. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check. Tom Clark's a very funny man. We've done we've done some shows together. And like we said, we started uh, the beautiful comedy cafe in gorgeous Milwaukee, yep. Wisconsin. Which both I think met is Tom on the now. road. It is closed. I think they're trying to reopen somewhere. And, yeah, it's 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 strange. Like, there's no comedy clubs right now in Milwaukee. The other one, Joker's oh. closed, too. So they, they have a great club, though, called the uh, Underground Collaborative, uh, which is in like the, a basement it's almost like a ucb type theater um but like they'll do a lot of independent shows like if you guys ever want to do your podcast there that would be something to explore because they do like a door deal and that sort oh. of thing so matt bronger has been there i think todd berry's uh, was there or is gonna be there so that i think that that there is a real burgeoning independent comedy scene in milwaukee so I think that's that's, that's really great, great to hear, yeah. man. Yeah, it's really uh, coming along. I think the next time I go through Chicago, maybe I'll tack on a night there or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Matt Kempel, uh, Underground Collaborative. I want to plug that because they've been they're really hardworking. Uh, it's a great independent comedy club. I love it. Well, that's our show, everybody. All right, we downsized. We downsized it. the shit out of it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, listening. You can watch the full episode too on YouTube. dot uh, slash comedy film nerds. Go to the Patreon page, support it. Thank you to Aaron and everybody here at the All Things Comedy World Headquarters. My name is Graham Elwood, and I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.